your Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. We're your hosts, Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Um, today, we're going to do a little bit of a, a twist. Uh, we're not going to talk about the Red Wings. Uh, instead, we're going to talk about the impact on the AFC West the <laughs> Russell Wilson trade is going to have on the Seahawks and the Broncos. Um, are the Broncos even do, in the AFC West? If you need a MLB lockout update, we can do that, too. We it's can just, talk about anything besides. I st- I I got Elder Ring started playing. Elden Ring. Did I Elder? say Elder? You said Elder. I'm oh, sorry. I I do know the name of the game. I promise. Um, talking about somebody, some old guy's ring. I don't know what's going uh, on. But I'm horrible at it. I don't know. I'm very confused. I'm horrible. No that clue is... what's going on. But um, everybody else was on the wave, and I was like, well, I I should probably get on this too. Have you ever played a From game before, Scotty? I don't even know what From means. <laughs> it's the company that made the game. They're called From Software. Um, they're responsible for the games Dark Souls, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro. They are known for their difficulty. Their, uh, their games. So I've pl- I, I've never owned any of those games. I played Dark Souls a couple of times at a buddy's house, and remember being very frustrated and also being confused and not knowing what was going on. That's the and, point. And just being lost. And uh, so, okay. So, I, same thing's happening. I'm, I'm very confused. I have no clue what I'm doing. I don't understand anything that's going on. Uh, I've logged like three hours and I still don't have clothes on my guy. I, I don't. You roll I, faster with no pants on, just so you know. That's okay, a hot tip. I mean, okay, cool. I. <laughs> I'm very bad at it, but I mean, we can talk about that for half an hour if you want. So Elden Ring is like the <laughs> pinnacle of open world games. It literally, it's intentionally drops you in a world where you have no idea what you're supposed to do or go. You just pick up a sword and you do it. And you you're supposed to find your way as you go. There's no map. There's barely any HUD heads up display. That's the point of the game. So it is kind it's been a very niche game i, I want to say series the company creates a very niche brand so people who love really highly difficult games like my roommates they love it because they love a game that challenges them but for your standard gaming person your gamer if you will um normally doesn't like it because they're used to games telling you where to go what to do so it's been getting great reviews, but also like very scalding reviews. Like it's not, it's too hard, you know, but that's, that's my, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. That's Elden Ring. around and, and like every once in a while I punch someone in the face and I just, then I run away from them because I know I'm not going to win. But then if I die, I start like half an hour ago from where I was, where I respawned. So yeah, yeah cause you I, can only save if you find a save point. There's yeah. No auto saves in the game. Right. Part yeah. It's challenge. very, it's very. Yeah, it's, it's, but I like, I'm, you know, I'm doing that sometimes when I have free time. Um, Scotty, why don't you plug your mic in and we can start talking about the Detroit Red Wings. For real? I just oh, noticed. Right. Oh my, no, this is actually so embarrassing. 
It's not even that the settings were wrong. I legitimately don't have it plugged into my laptop. I just noticed as we were talking, I'm like, I think it's he's just using his webcam. No, 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 you're right, you're right. That's Ready funny. Everyone's going to hear the, the quality change mid-recording, though. The anticip- oh, oh, look at that. There we go. Crispy, right? Yeah, now now I hear all the, the entire frequency range of your voice, including you the low. So that means we're in Red Wings mode now. We've shifted out of Elden Ring mode into Detroit Red Wings mode. And I don't really want to talk about the game, but we have to. Nine to two. On Red Wings. Nine to two at the hands of the worst team in hockey. Uh, they surpassed their season team goals for average uh, like 12 minutes into the game. Uh, and then they proceeded to tr- more than triple it. Um, we had Ned start, get pulled, and then come back in because Grice gave up two goals in like a minute and a half. Two goals in three shots against at all strengths. Correct. Um, Not good for trade value. No. Well, yeah, no. Um then Ned came back in and, yeah, proceeded to give up a lot more goals. Uh, the, the the biggest thing, there is no biggest thing. Yeah, it's the whole game. It was, it was all horrible. I uh, We've had a lot of games this season where, like, that's the worst performance the Red Wings have played. But I don't think there's a game for the rest of the season. That this can- one won't be topped. Because and like I know everyone's gonna be like, oh, don't say that. This you lost. You will not give up nine goals and lose by seven to the worst team in hockey that averages less than two and a half goals scored a game. What they might have they might have raised their goals for a game by like three tenths of a goal in a game <laughs> after fifty some games played in this season. It's asinine. It was unbelievable. And and the goaltending was horrific. The defense, we, we talked like 90 times. We have said this is the worst the defense has looked all year. Again, this won't be topped. No. This was a new impressive low. Uh, just, just do people realize that you actually need to defend the crease, that that's like an actual thing that like, hey, like a lot of goals are scored from the crease. Maybe we should like play defense against it is that something that's like common knowledge in communities or is that is that lost i really on some people i really should have saved my rant about the defense until after tonight's game remember my rant from a couple days ago i do it was yesterday was it yesterday it was last night yes oh that's right because this is tuesday so it's monday's episode oh man i should have saved that i'm just gonna copy and paste that because there you go sentiments times that's our show that's our show. I and okay, so it's easy to blame the defense because they were horrid. I mean, like you got more excited. Easy there. and correct. The it defense is easy was and horrific. But you got more excited. For example, busting his ass back on a breakaway and draws draws a penalty, but takes away the goal scoring opportunity, which is the smart play if you get beat. Take the guy out, take away the scoring chance, take the penalty. Osterle is just coasting to the front of the net with another. Coyote forward in front of him and does not pick him up. Rebound scores. It was like that all game long. Gustav Lindstrom, guys, I'm going to put the hockey stat card thing up because 
oof. If you guys aren't watching on YouTube, you should be because this hockey stack card is the definition of ugly. This okay. <laughs> Gustav Lindstrom in this game, who's been surprisingly good this season, by all accounts, have been has been a surprise. Had a minus 6.14 impact on this game. And for those of you who are un, unaware of how this works, it takes it a hockey stack card takes into account time on ice, goals against, um, individual expected goals, penalty. It takes in a bunch of that stuff and stuff and averages it to a zero and finds where they fall on the scale. Gustav Lindstrom had a minus 6.14 impact, which is horrible. Normally, guys are at worst a three. He had no positive impact on this game whatsoever, followed by Jordan Osterle, who's the guy I was just talking about, and not even your best players. Not even So you couldn't get anything started on offense either, at, at least even strength. You had two power play goals, which is, I mean, oh boy, you scored two power play goals against the worst penalty kill in hockey when you're getting blown out 9-2. to two. But your offense didn't play any defense either. Like, I think that's something we overlook a lot, uh, Scotty, is just how poor... Um, not how Absolutely. Poor, the, the defense that the offense plays, because that is part of the defense. It's the, you guys. Hey, got, hey, guys hey, got hey. Like, look at, look at just math, quick maths. There's more forwards uh, on the ice than defenders. Yeah. You want to talk about defense? They, they, they got a pretty hefty impact on it. And obviously the defend the, def, the defensemen, you know, their job is a lot more oriented towards that and, and everything. And you can obviously attest to that a lot more than I can, but the, that, that's still, Again, that that's still more than than half of the skaters on the ice are are forwards, and and they play horrible defense too. Yeah, and uh, clearly the main reason why they lost this game is because they didn't have any built bars before the game got played. Clearly, clearly, they got their stick launched halfway up the ice, just standing there. Um, this is the time of year where we've all pretty much given up on our New Year's resolutions, but not this year. You're gonna stick to it. You're gonna stick to it and eat right, thanks to built bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because you actually enjoy eating them. All built bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. That's 100% real chocolate. That was not a mistake. Low calorie, high protein, replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com and scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb protein, most protein bars, most built bars rather. Uh, contained 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of uh, protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. And they got all kinds of flavors, guys. They got mint brownie, coconut, coconut almond, and new this month, white chocolate cookies and cream. They're all delicious and new flavors coming out all the time. If they think of a new flavor and they think it might be good, they will make it. It will be delicious and it will be good for you. So go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. It's pretty amazing, Scotty, that I can be so pissed off and still segue into a beautiful ad read like that. It's impressive, man. I give not you a to, lot of props. Not to pat myself on the back, but I'm going to pat myself on the back. I'll pat, your, I'll, I'll pat you on the back. I'll pat you on the back. Thank you, Scotty. I got you. Um... Man, what do you want to talk about next with this game? I mean, we can talk about how the forwards couldn't get anything going. They couldn't even get the puck out of the zone. Defense would get the puck up to the forwards along the wings, and boom, nothing. We can talk about the heat map and how there is just an absolute lack of any pressure. You know, I'm going to th- throw the heat map up there. Throw the heat map up, boys and girls. 
Don't want to discriminate. Boom. Look at that. And look at all these girls. These are just at five on five, Scotty. Look, look at goal, goal. I mean, just <laughs> <laughs> look at it. We didn't have a single five on five goal this game. And I, I just, I am at a loss as to how to accurately describe my almost like, I'm at a loss on how to describe how much of a loss I am right now. Because that was just, it looked like, so here's what happened in this game. Clearly the team that we were supposed to play in my men's league game for the playoffs was the team that was playing against the Coyotes tonight. And the Red Wings were playing against my men's league team because we got outclassed. Clearly they, they went to the wrong ranks or something. And that's why it's happening. You, you went up against Larks tonight, eh? We went up against Larkin tonight and we got blown out. I, like, guys, all I can do right now is make jokes. I don't have any hard-hitting analysis to tell you. All there's I can no tell you is that this when no one does anything. It was just awful. No there's one. Not played. A, it's not a oh, like if they just if they just did this, if they tweaked a little bit, if they did a little bit better on the four check, you know, the back check was a little weak, but maybe we could step up on there. There's none of that crap. It was all horrid. And you know who there was is- zero back check, zero. Yeah. No, like like not oh, it was bad. There just wasn't one. The four check. When were we even an opportunity where we could ha- have four checked? N- never. It was all. Horrific. There was no defense in front of the net. There was no defense in the crease. They were able to just shoot the puck from one end of the ice to the other with, with no no hesitation. No, no, uh, no. I can't even think of words. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's, it's. And you know who above all else horrid. is to blame for this loss? Danny DeKaiser because he went on injured reserve. No, I'm kidding. Jeff Blaschel. Because you were the head coach of this hockey team. You were going out against the worst team in hockey. And how do you not have your own team prepared on home ice to play the worst team in hockey? Especially when you're getting one of the most electric forwards on your team back in a season debut. Who scored, by the way? And we'll talk about that because that was like maybe the bright spot along with Robbie Fabry's little goal streak he's got going on. Blaschel, figure out if there was ever a game, and we've been, we have been Blaschel defenders, me more so than you. Uh, you you're a guy who's like, Blaschel fits the need for the moment. I'm the guy who's like, you know, let's see what he can do when the roster's around him is gut. Either way, we're like, we'll have, we'll have Blaschel hang around for a little bit longer. If there was ever a game that screamed, oh, this guy's got to go, it was this game. People, I mean, people are, are out for his head at this point. There's a there's a whole thing on if if you know if you're if you're a Twitter user if you're on the Bird app, I mean pe- people drew the line in the sand tonight, and you can understand, you know, with the strength of schedule with the team that they have, you know, losing to teams like Toronto, and losing to teams, uh, you know, oh God, I'm drawing a blank. Who did they just lose to? Tampa Bay and Florida. Like, those are some of the best teams in the league. Those are the cream of the crop. So when they, you lose to them, when you're blown out by them, you go, okay, well, they, I mean, they just outclassed us. But when you go up against the worst team in hockey, a team that you are leagues better than on the roster, a team that's going to be playing out of a college rink for the next two seasons with a max capacity of 5,000 because they can't get enough people in the seat to pay the rent on their own arena, 
and you go out there and you get shelled nine to two, that's on the head coach at that point. And I have been, I, I said it and I'll say it again, I've been a Blashill defender, but this is on him as much as it is on any other player on this, on this team. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's, it's, I'm not even sure how tonight was possible. I, and, and, and you'd think with the consistent bashing our heads against the wall with the defense that you would maybe try some other lines, mix something up a little bit, but it's, it's, like tonight, there there was a little bit different, I guess, because you know DeKaiser's gone, and you know you you had to reshuffle it, I guess, uh, to to some extent because of that. But it it's just it's the same thing every single night. I, and I, I just it's, it's I don't understand how the defense can get worse with Danny DeKaiser off the team, and I I. I that sounds really mean to say, but in all honesty, like we've been we've been critical of Danny DeKaiser's performance this season. His first game off, it's the worst defensive defor- performance the Wings have seen. And now I'm not saying correlation equals causation or whatever they people say, you know, but it's just you know, th- I just don't get it. How do you go out there against the worst team in hockey and have a horrible performance? And the goaltending was awful too. And we talked about it a little bit in the first segment, but to emphasize it, like Nedeljkovic played horrible. Grice got put in, played worse. Nedeljkovic got put back in, played horrible as well. Now we always like to look at the high danger shots against, and there were nine high danger shots against in all situations. Four of them went in. I know that high danger shots are generally like a show a, a collapse of defense around the goaltending. But you got to make more than five out of nine saves in high danger scoring areas. Not to mention the two he led in from medium danger scoring areas on eight shots and the one goal he led in from low danger that came from like outside the slot when the guy just randomly slang it. It was just all the way around this game was just absolutely brutal. I... And then, like, oh, like, you know, like, like in, in the ten to seven game, it was like, oh, but we scored seven. Yeah, like that. That was this, the positive. Like the offense lit it up. Even this though they, was you know, this the was, thing was horrible. This was not that. This was we scored twice. One was a, a, a rebound from Fabry that he put through the five hole on a power play, and the other one was Verana, which was cool. I mean, he got he got to have his moment where where he was super pumped and you know scoring in his first game back. But well, let's try and focus on a few of the positives. I guess we're gonna cherry pick those. It's really hard to talk about in this game. Obviously, the first and foremost is Jacob Vrana in his debut. Didn't net a power play goal. It was a nice little shot. I think he is gonna be an immense immensely 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 help immense help on the offense and he already showed it tonight but i mean oh boy one it's hard to feel excited about jacob Vrana scoring a goal in his debut when you get shelled like that uh i mean yeah it's pretty much impossible i'd say like oh like like cool moment big ups 
but uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's right? impossible to be like, oh, hell yeah, man. Verana, he, he's, he's back. We're, oh, yeah. we're right in this game. What a big time necessary goal. We're, we're going to claw our way back in it. That, that gave us a lead. Like, he okay. It, it, what was it? Seven to one, eight to one, and he scored. Great, man. Yeah, not great. It'd be great for him. Good to see that he scored. Now he's got eleven goals in eleven games with the Red Wings. Woohoo! Whoa. Um, Fabry scored has a three-game goal streak now. All of which have come in really tough games for the Red Wings. He's really good at scoring when the team sucks, apparently. Um. Phil Peronick, Sam Gagne, Joe Valeno all had positive impacts on this game via hockey stat card and expected goals for percentage. Phil Peronick has somehow managed a 66.69% expected goals for percentage. So when he was on the ice, the team produced, somehow the team produced 66 of the quality shots taken in the game. 66% of the quality shots taken when he was on the ice. I don't know how. Um, but he was good. I mean, he had a positive defensive impact in this game, and he and Joe Valeno are the only two players who did have a positive defensive impact. Jacob Vrana also had a net positive impact, but, like, barely. All three of those players, all four of those players in the end, barely had a positive impact on this game. Everyone else was so atrocious that it just, it really, like an anchor, sinks it back down to the bottom again. And this is just such a downer episode because, this is a game that very much felt like last year and the season before that. That felt like a tanking game. Did it not? I I mean, I yeah, like uh, maybe. I mean like no, honestly, no. It didn't. Like uh, a a tanking game to me, a tanking game is it's a close game late, we got a chance to win head coach makes a pretty clear decision to to not play a a, a best player not play a, a player that would excel in this situation change a scheme to play it safe as opposed to being aggressive and you end up getting the loss it's it's subbing out Cade Cunningham with five minutes left when you're <laughs> in a tie game that's a tanking game you know what a the tanking Pistons. game is not losing nine to two to the worst team in hockey that's just being bad that's bad. It's worse than bad. That's that is the analysis, guys. That was a bad hockey game. I I don't understand. So the guy teams like the Pistons, who are still clearly in the midst of their rebuild, who have been bad all season, on a little bit of a three game uh, losing streak, just beat the Atlanta Hawks thanks to Kate Cunningham being clutch. And I know you're comparing apples to oranges when you say compare basketball to hockey because they're completely different. I saw that look. You wanted me to say. Uh, comparing apples to apples or whatever I said yesterday. <laughs> um, but it's just, there was zero effort in this game tonight, and I don't know what the problem was. And, like, they lost Phil Kessel halfway <laughs> through the game because he went to go see the birth of his child. It, it's... I don't know what to say. I, I <laughs> genuinely don't know what to say. You're at a it, loss for words. I understand, man. That, like, what... My buddy, one of my my one of my closest friends, his name's Kevin. Kev texts me and goes, and uh, he's as they keep scoring goals, he's sending me like gifts and stuff of like him being sad and whatever. And and 
at one point he's like, this is unbelievable. And I was like, yeah, this is like tough to watch. And he goes, you're not a hero. You have to watch this. I'm sitting through it by choice. I'm the hero. And I was like, you know what? Damn right. All the fans that watched this game from start to finish, go, go take yourself out to dinner. Go, go treat yourself. Get, give yourself a pat on the back. Do something nice for yourself today. Because you deserve it. For Honestly, if you watched a second, I don't care if you were, if, you, if you're not even a Red Wings fan, you were flipping from one channel to another and it accidentally came on. If your TV had this game on it for even a second, you, you deserve to be compensated somehow. So go, go treat yourself. Go buy yourself some McDonald's at one in the morning. That's what I would do. Some. This, this is what I would do. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think that really wraps it up, man. I, I honestly don't have anything else I want to touch on in this game. I, I It's hard to analyze when when nothing happens. Oh, the, the good. Okay, Verana. All right, cool. We got the good out of the way. That was good analysis. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I, no one was a positive impact. Everyone sucked. We had our, apparently, the newsletter came out and we had our back-to-back best weeks ever, according to the newsletter. So it's pretty Woo. cool for us. Shout so I didn't even, I had no y'all. idea. So it was pretty cool to see. Shout out, y'all. Um, that so is cool. Thanks for bearing with us through the great moments and the uh, absolutely horrible moments. Uh, this, this was cathartic, Scotty. This was a cathartic conversation. We uh, we got to complain a lot, and we feel better. On to Minnesota Wild on Thursday. I'm off Thursday. I get to watch the game from the comfort of my living room. I'm excited. That's, that's crazy, man. <laughs> you, you don't understand how awesome that is. No, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you, for real. So, any final thoughts, man? Absolutely not. We ball, and that's it. <laughs> the Red Wings don't ball. Uh, we do. Let's, uh, yeah, let's just <laughs> let's just put this behind us. We'll, we'll pretend it never happened and, and move on with our lives. We'll be back with a new episode tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team. Every day. Every day. <laughs>